0: what's going on everybody welcome into episode 33 of uncharted horizons the podcast i am Braden, joined here by nicole and we are live currently at twitch.tv slash uncharted horizons pc you can find us on social media and nicole's is at ellison underscore seven one two and i am at I can't do this. I, I mess this up every time. I am at Love Shack YT You can also find Nicole on Twitch at Ellison underscore 712. Any streaming I do is done on the podcast channel, typically. So yeah, if you're listening later, go ahead and give us a follow. We are live every Wednesday night, typically, at 8.30 p.m. If, for any reason, the show will be either moved or scheduled at a different time, of course, um, we will give you guys notice on that platform. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about a variety of things, but the main topic will be the Super Mario Bros. movie, which came out last week. Plus, Nicole played Inscription and finished it after a big back-and-forth uh, thought process on Twitter. Uh, I saw the Dungeons & Dragons movie, and there's some relevant news in the world of gaming. So, we're going to hop into the show. Nicole, how are you tonight?
1: I'm good. I got a new shirt. It was $5. If you got a five below, go get it.
0: Is that Star this is Wars? It's not
1: sponsored. It is.
0: Okay, I like it. I can't. This is not are- sponsored
1: content. If it it was, that'd be pretty wild, because I have a Star Wars tattoo, so that'd be like taking my ad branding to a whole new level. It would Um, be smart. I bought this and another Star Wars shirt if I blow, because I can't help myself, but I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I am doing good. Um, Ben, uh, we were off last week, obviously, uh, just things were kind of chaotic, and then uh, I got a chance to see a couple movies, I've been trying to... uh, you know, make the most of the time off whilst also working and it's given me a chance to get caught up on some things. So, things definitely could be worse uh, and I'm trying to look at the positive side. So, that's where I'm at nice. currently. Um Yeah, just sort of uh been playing games. Brian just popped in. Thanks so much for joining us everybody on the chat. Brian said I'm here to say Brayden is right. Generally speaking, I would agree with that. I'm just not sure what exactly it's in reference to. Um but Brian, we're happy to have you with us. And uh, yeah, Mario movie. We've got some thoughts on that that we'll get to in a bit. But before we do any of that, we are going to get started with opening thoughts. And uh, Nicole, I'll give the floor to you. Uh, any opening thoughts you'd like to get off your chest?
1: Um, I just watched yester- yesterday's or technically today's episode of The Mandalorian. Absolutely fucking Fire. This season's been kind of slow if you've been watching it, and today it is definitely paid off. I've still enjoyed this season because, like, I don't know, I I typically have less, not expectations, but, like, I just like to enjoy stuff that I watch most of the time, and people, especially Star Wars fans, can be very, very critical of all the new content we've been getting, and I'm just here, like, living my best life, <laughs> enjoying all of it. Um, but the episode today really tied together all of the Mandalorian stuff up until now. And then also is like our biggest tie into the sequels, which is crazy because obviously we don't really have a lot of bridge content, but now we do. And it's very cool. And I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time watching that. I think the finale is next week, so I'll probably have more thoughts then. Um, yeah, I think it's probably it for just eye-opening thought because I just watched it before we started the show.
0: Well, I'm glad you're liking it. Um, I think I mentioned this, when Mandalorian Mandalorian's come up before. I really liked the first season. I never really got any farther than that. And I know that, uh, with season two, then there's also a couple elements of Book of Boba Fett. You got to sit down. I do kind of want to actually like sit down and make the time to watch it. Cause I think Pedro great. And I think the show as a whole was really, really fun. So I, it's definitely like what I want to get into. Um, uh, but we've got our star Wars show coming up in about a month and, uh, I got to watch Phantom Menace. So I'm probably going to try to do that within the next week or so. Um, And then if I have a chance, uh, you know, we've got about a month. So I'll try to catch up on, uh, I'll try to catch up on whatever Star Wars media I can. I did see that they announced an Ashka or an Ah Ahoska, whatever her name is. The chick, uh, uh, Ashoka. You know what I'm talking about? The orange girl with the pony, like with the weird little side ponytails. Ahsoka. Ahsoka, whatever, Ahsoka. I don't know. Lord I, I, help me. She was Lord in the cartoon. Me. She was in the cartoon.
1: Lord help me. And
0: Ahsoka. Ash- I'm I don't, praying.
1: Okay. To the Force gods. Okay. Well, she was <laughs> in one of the cartoons,
0: me. Rebel Troops or Rebel Wars or something like that. Oh, no. no,
1: our- this is this is painful to okay, me. Okay.
0: Well, whatever. Either way, I see this a show coming out. I don't know if it's live action or animated or if it even ties it's into anything action. else. Okay. So all I know is that she like she wasn't in any of the movies, right? Like in any of the main no. movies, right? Okay. So I,
1: Anakin's apprentice.
0: Okay, she got really popular in like media with fans, and then they made her her own show, uh, essentially. Yeah, right. Sure. So, we'll, okay. We'll sell you cool. That. So, Oscar is coming out pretty okay. soon <laughs> uh, on Disney Plus, and also I was going to st-
1: run through the Star Wars news. Okay. Yeah. And our um, brought in the horizons. horizons.
0: Beautiful, because yeah. there is some there, someone
1: that knows how to pronounce the names. Well,
0: I don't. I'm not, i mean, I love Star Wars. I do, but like, I have Star Wars fatigue, and like everything Star Wars puts out is good. Like, it's genuinely good. I'm just kind of like at a point where it's like I don't feel the urgency to get to it. Like I maybe did when the 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 main movies came out. Um, but that's not enough.
1: Um, Return of the Jedi is that the one is coming back to theaters is it six? for the 40th anniversary?
0: That's kind of cool. Any upscaling yeah. or anything like that, or is it just going to be like I'm not straight sure. I never.
1: Was? I was too young, not really too young, I just don't think my parents took me, but like not old enough to like make decisions to go to movies on my own, um, to see any of the original trilogy or the prequels, so I might go see that just to say I saw it in theaters, because my first theater, Star Wars, was the sequels.
0: You have seen um, them now, right?
1: Oh, yeah, of course okay, I have. Okay. I, w- I, I watched sure. them at home. I was going like, yeah, that, <laughs> that's that's to say. Yeah, that's why I love Star Wars. I watched them as a kid, but I didn't go to the theater So I like didn't have that experience, and I could only imagine what it was like back then. I think yeah, so I'm probably gonna go see that um in the theater just because I haven't seen any of them in that format.
0: Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I I think episode three is the best one by far. Um, which is I forget what it's called. Revenge? No, it's um.
1: Revenge of the Sith is episode three.
0: Yeah, that one. Great movie. Love it, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's the best one um in my opinion uh isaac checking in working out have a good podcast peppa pig number one thank you so much for checking in isaac and i don't know if you're still hearing this or if you just popped it on but we are gonna do our check-in for a game draft in about a month and we're gonna have you on the show obviously your your schedule permitting um and we will check in and we are going to allow a few tweaks or drops and replacements so um Guys that were following along with the draft info, stay tuned for that because we will be doing an update on it in the near future um but yeah, I guess for opening thoughts that's me, I was just more so bouncing along with with what you said and I have a few you know other things I wanted to mention. I did finish Resident Evil four remake incredible game. I think it's a different experience than the the original in the sense that neither one is, in my opinion, better or worse than the other. I think they're both really good. Um, there was a lot of stuff the remake did better, including the controls, in my opinion. But there was some also some stuff that was kind of novel about the original that maybe got lost with some of the upgrade stuff here. So it is an amazing, amazing game, and I highly, highly recommend it. Um, and then I did finish Yakuza 0 as well, finally, after time, so much time talking about it, another just gem of a game, I waited too long to get into it, it took me a while, I was just discombobulated with it, and I kept going back and playing other things, but two fucking fantastic games that I think are both worth, um, worth, uh, your time. Uh, Nicole, if you don't have any other opening thoughts, let us jump in to Marauden, your horizon.
1: Well, yeah. Um, so Star Wars Celebration 2023 just took place in London, I believe, somewhere in the UK. I'm pretty sure it was London over the past week. Um, lots of Star Wars news. If you're unfamiliar, it's pretty much a Comic Con dedicated to Star Wars, except much more official. It's where Disney and Star Wars like make a lot of their big announcements. Pretty much any actor that's Ben and Star Wars is there for, like, panels and photo ops and all of that, so it's it's quite a big event dedicated to Star Wars, obviously, and they announced some pretty exciting stuff. Um, so three new movies are coming. It's not a trilogy connected in that sort of sense, but it's, like, the next trilogy that they're working on. Um, one of them is from the Indiana Jones 5 director, James Mangold. We set thousands of years in the past and we'll focus on the first Jedi. So that's exciting. They've released a new timeline um, of, like, the Star Wars world, and, like, I think the very, very left side is where this movie takes place, so it's uncharted territory as far as getting anything that we've seen outside of, like, books, probably. <laughs> um, okay. Then Dave Filoni is directing a movie that will bring together all of the Disney Plus shows so far, so I'm pretty sure Dave Filoni's the guy that does Mandalorian and some other stuff, so, like, all the Disney Plus stuff is gonna have a movie. Don't know how that's really gonna work out, but it's probably just something that takes place in this time, so it'll be, like, a more cinematic storytelling of something who knows Mm -hmm. they didn't really give many details um and then the most exciting one daisy ridley is returning for a new movie set after the rise of skywalker so this is our first post-sequel content and it's going to follow the rebuilding of the jedi order which is also very exciting and it apparently jumps 15 years in the future so like there's a lot that can happen there um it'll be interesting to see where they go with that because like ray as we know is kind of like did take up Jedi but then like the whole movies are about the Jedi Order ending so we'll see like her take on it I'm just really excited that she's back um I think people still really like Daisy Ridley like the 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 Ray part aside obviously a lot of people have a lot of problems with the sequels but I think it's just a general consensus that dig Daisy Ridley as like a human is just wonderful so that is exciting um they gave us a look at Andor season two so we know that's coming um, The Galaxy's Answer to the Goonies, which is called The Skeleton Crew. Um, and that's a one that Jude Law is in. I don't really have many details about that, but they showed stuff there. Not all of this was released to the public, so if you go, like, looking for trailers and stuff that I'm talking about, you might not be able to see it yet. Um, and then an Acolyte teaser. Um, also another show that people are excited for. I also forget the details of that one, but all this stuff's really exciting. And then, yeah, as as Braden mentioned earlier, they, we got our first... I think we might've got a teaser before, but our first Ahsoka trailer and Ashka, who they so. casted for Thrawn. <laughs> this is very exciting because I'm, I'm still watching rebels right now. I'm on like season two and I don't know how many seasons are like five or six, but I'm going to finish it before Ahsoka comes out. Um, a lot of rebels content. A lot of rebels characters are back. I won't say who in case you're like avoiding spoilers. Um, Ahsoka is obviously here and it's them dealing with Grand Admiral Thrawn, who's like a big bad, and you probably maybe have seen pictures of him, braiding he's the blue guy. <laughs> so, But the guy that voiced him in Rebels is going to be playing him in the live action, which is always exciting to keep characters consistent like that. Um, and that is coming out in August. Uh, we got a new Bad Batch Season 3 trailer, which I can't believe that show is that good that it warranted three seasons. I haven't watched any of them yet, but I'm going to. And then they also announced Tales of the Jedi Season 2, which if you heard of Tales of the Jedi Season 1, it was a Clone, War, um, yeah, Clone Wars animated style stories about Ahsoka and um, Darth. Thinking about it. Maul? Nope. <laughs> the other guy. The tall Hideous. one with the beard. Maybe? No, the other one. Nope, there's one more. Uh, Count Dooku, that's why. It's not Darth anything. Count Dooku. He got um Some episodes, which I also haven't seen this, and that's very cool because Count Dooku was a Jedi before he went to the dark side, so like there's a lot of story there. um And then Visions Volume Two, gonna announce Visions is their—I don't know—it's a show, but each episode was animated by a different studios, so it's like an anime animation works of Star Wars. I don't think they're canon, but it's just a really cool way to give a bunch of different studios their chance to make some content. And I also haven't seen that yet, but I want to. So, yeah, lots of Star Wars news. Very exciting. Um, I'm excited for all of it. There's no such thing as burnout for me.
0: <laughs> well, I don't mean I'm glad you like it. And honestly, some of it's really good. I, none of it's been bad. I just, you know, there's only so much time in the day and there's so much content, yeah. obviously, like to consume and watch. So um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad I'm people like it. Stuff,
1: and, so I'm definitely not
0: like fully caught, caught up as I'd like to be. I forgot about uh, Andor being a thing too, but nothing. Oh, Andor,
1: is so good. Nothing
0: in these series that's going on right now, though, is set after Episode Nine, right? Like none of it. Not yet. So there's nothing because that I'll care about more because, like, if it's continuing the main line, like story, I don't know if Daisy Ridley's movie is gonna. It's. I don't think it's gonna be like Episode Ten, right? It's. It's not gonna be like a.
1: Not like, I don't know, actually. I don't know what they're going to call these. I was just
0: curious because I didn't know if they were starting a new trilogy or something or if it's just like. Yeah, they have like
1: three movies coming out, but I don't, they're not connected in that way because we're literally at the very beginning of the Star Wars timeline, like in the middle. And then like the furthest point. (laughs) So like, I don't know what they're going to do there. But a fun fact though, is by the time Disney, Daisy Ridley's new Jedi Order movie takes place, Grogu, which is the, the baby yeah you know for mandalorian um the child once he he'll be a hundred ish around that time and that is when yoda became or like started his jedi training or like became a jedi or something so like if if grog was still alive by then it's like a pretty high chance that we he'd be one of the new jedi that ray interacts with which would just be so great i don't care if it doesn't Hmm. make sense i want it
0: so it's a silly question Mandalorian set after episode 6, but before the sequel trilogy, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's what I thought.
1: Yeah, Fall uh, of the Empire, like, in between, before the rise of the, um...
0: First Order, which was terrible, yes. really, because they didn't give Snope any type... Or Snoke, Snoke. They didn't give Snoke any type of actual, like, meaningful...
1: Hey, you should watch Mandalorian.
0: Screen time. I, I, I'll say I want to.
1: About... It connecting things,
0: I'm sure it'll connect. I just think like the disconnect that happened with those movies was that the guy who directed the eighth movie, like yeah. basically wasn't, wasn't
1: a fan of that.
0: Right, it wasn't on the same. Was, I think the trilogy was good. I didn't like the eighth movie all that much, and I, I mean, obviously, like a topic we can elaborate on fully in our Star Wars episode. But like, what I mean by that is like eight could have been so much better if they had stuck with some kind of like linear progression plan one way or another. Yeah,
1: I agree either way, just like keep consistent directors because obviously they had conflicting visions, which reflected in their work, but overall I think they recovered it as well as they could while also being a little crazy, but it is like a science fiction space opera type thing. So
0: I want realism in my science fiction space opera. Okay.
1: And my space fascism, I want it to be real.
0: (laughs) Exactly. A couple other quick newts, uh, newts, notes uh, secret invasion comes out in June on Disney plus that's the Sam Jackson series with Nick Fury and the scroll and then we got the trailers for the Marvels yesterday um, oh, which so is coming good. out so I have to say the trailer doesn't really do anything for me um, because I just don't like Captain Marvel as a character um, not Brie Larson I think she's a great actress I think she gets unfairly criticized for no reason um, but, and then I like the girl that plays Kamala and uh, Monica, was it Monica Lambeau? I can't remember the last name. So I Lambeau. like those actors a lot. And obviously I will see it. I just, it, I wasn't like, oh my God. But like, I, I'm sure it'll be solid. I just, I just don't, I'm personally like.
1: Yeah. I want to see more things. of Monica, which I'm glad she'll yeah. be in a movie.
0: She was like good Kamala, in Wonder Vision, She's like.
1: so, yeah, Kamala is so great. Cause like she brings that, I don't know, you can like she's like that in real life too, which is nice. So it's just kind of like, she's literally playing herself as like a Marvel super fan. And like, you can tell like she has the energy and she's just like so fun to watch, even if it is like a little goofy. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think that we, I obviously hope, but I think that we'll be more surprised that with uh Captain Marvel's performance in this one, because they kind of like poke fun of that criticism in this trailer with like playing, what was that, that song about smiling? Because like, that was the whole thing. It was like, she didn't smile. Yeah. Uh, all of that, so, I don't know, I think that they're very hyper-aware of the criticism that Captain Marvel received, and I think that, like, they're just gonna fucking make the movie they wanna make, and it's gonna be, like, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I, like I said, I'll see it, um, so, obviously, I'm, you know, they got me over a barrel in terms of, like, the movies and stuff, I'll see all the, the movies, but, like, I just, I'm not, I am just not, like, crazy excited about it, but we did get that, obviously Guardians comes out next month, I'm really pumped for that, um, And yeah, so I think that's pretty much it for news, unless you had any other news to get into.
1: No, it's probably good for now. I feel like there's been so many things, but our main topic is also news.
0: Yeah, of course. So our main topic is with Mario movie, which we'll get to in just a minute. Uh, But before we get there, uh, Nicole, I know you played Inscription and uh, very interested to uh, hear your thoughts just, you know on the game as a whole, uh, non-spoiler if possible, only because I haven't actually had a chance to play it yet, um, and I know it's very apparently... I've been told it's important to go into it blind, so... I
1: did, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll just read the... I'm just going to read the description off Google in case people are like, what is Inscription, and I don't want to like butcher it. Um, inscription is a roguelike deck-building game developed by Daniel Mullins Games and published by Devolver. Um, it came out October 19th, 2021, and then... Yeah, that, that's all that tells me. But it has a 10 yeah. out of 10 on Steam. Um, I pretty much only heard of it because of its... Like, how people talked about it. They're like, oh my god, like, inscription's so fucking good. Like, I'm sure that's what you heard about it, too. Yeah. I just pretty much, like, heard its acclaim, and, like, that was it. That's, like, where my knowledge on inscription ended. Um, But I picked it up on the Steam sale. I forgot how much it was. It was really cheap. Like, definitely worth it. Um, And, yeah, what a fucking game. I <laughs> I'll... I'll be very vague just because like i said going in not knowing anything's the best way to do it but it's it's a card game which i usually don't play games like that um but anytime i do i have fun with them so maybe i should probably check out more there's actually one that i mentioned on our last show that i was on um one of the games i played at pax wild frost that came out today which is another similar game where you play like with cards like that um but yeah really good it was really challenging in some respects because like like they said it's a roguelite so like A lot of my pro, like, if you died in the beginning, like, your you would go right back to the beginning and have to, like, replay everything you just did, and you'd lose your deck, and, like, chaos! Absolute chaos, man, but, like, it's also one of those things, like, any rogue like that, like, once you finally get to fucking beat it, or, like, reach your goal, it's just so satisfying, because, like, you spent the last hour, (laughs) or, like, in my case, hour, um, redoing the same sections over and over again, but then finally beating it. Um, yeah and the game's divided into three different acts so the acts two and three are very different than the first one but the first one's probably what you've seen as far as like gameplay and screenshots and it just gets better and better if it gets difficult just like fucking figure it out man because it's so worth it (laughs) i wanted to give up in that game like pretty early on it was like i I literally looked into refunding the game which is, is funny i was i looked at steam's policies and you can't have played more than two hours of it and i was at four hours and i was like Fuck. I was like, alright. And then I, like, took a day off, I went back, and I fucking just went all the way to the end. Like, I just fucking beat it, the, the first part, anyway. Um, Yeah, it's it was weird. It was obviously challenging. The story is there, and it's, like, one of those things, like, the, if you want more of it, it's there. Like, I'm sure, I haven't even gone to look, but just, like, the community for this game, I'm sure if you, like, go read their wiki, you're gonna be like... But you can get a lot of it just by playing it and yeah it's just it's very cool I definitely recommend it to literally anyone like it's it's a card game they teach you you'll figure it out. Um, And like all the stuff that happens along the way is worth is worth my torture.
0: All right well I'm glad you liked it I definitely want to check it out like I said I truly don't know much about it so I'm kind of hopeful that like that ends up being you know beneficial uh to it me is, in the sure. long run. So inscription, um it's like really, it's, it's probably not super expensive anyway on Steam right now. Mm-hmm. Um I gotta think. Uh another yeah. quick note, I saw the Dungeons and Dragons movie last Thursday. Um this movie had really good reviews even before I saw it. I was pretty excited about it like when I saw the trailer like mid last year. Um not a big like I don't not a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan. Like I don't dislike Dungeons and Dragons. Like it's fun to play. My dad's big into it. Like I have a lot of friends who are into it. It's just yeah, I'm not like a DND and d like, you know, Die Hard or whatever, but the movie looked good. I like Chris Pine. I thought it like had a, a you know, p- potential to be uh, really enjoyable. And I have to say it was a really, really good movie. Um, it has like a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes, if not more. Um, and that's just interesting because like the critic reviews, typically you would think for a movie like this, you know, bigger blockbuster type movie are going to just be, you're going to have people that are like, ah, oh, it wasn't for me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was a great movie from start to finish. I think the supporting cast was definitely the best part. Um, a lot of the actors who, you know, maybe aren't as big name as Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez are, um, I think did a really good job kind of carrying a lot of that. Um, but it was a great, great movie. I definitely recommend it to anyone that wants to see it. And, uh, you don't really have to know anything about D&D going in. Uh, if you do, you might get some of the cute references and stuff, but as a whole, uh, just wanted to kind of give it a quick shout out cuz I think it's a really really good movie and I think people should see it.
1: Nice. Yeah, that's definitely one I want to see. Um I was hoping it was one of those like movies that's like funny and like doesn't it takes itself seriously but also doesn't <laughs> just like a good time to watch and it seems like it is and definitely reviewed higher than you probably would have expected. Um I'll po- yeah, I'll get around to seeing that one. I still need to see Creed 3 too.
0: Yeah, I feel like d D's is one to see in theaters if you can, because the spectacle of it is cool to see on the big screen, Um, maybe on like a discount, you know, movie night or something like that. Like I, you know, just sort of a, one of those things I think is cool to see in theaters, but I also think, you know, if you can't, it's probably still um enjoyable and it's definitely possible that like they could make another depending, you know, how well it does. I think it went pretty well. So it's, it's definitely possible that it could end up being, um you know, the start of a, a couple movies, but I also don't want them to do that just to do it. Like if there's not a plan to like actually make it good, then there's really not much of a point in my opinion to go forward with it. So yeah, I liked it a lot. Highly recommend. Uh that brings us to our main topic tonight, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh this is Illumination and Nintendo Collaborative effort Illumination made like all the Despicable Me and Minions movies, as well as Sing and Sing2. And I'm sure there's something else I'm not thinking of. Maybe Secret Life of Pets might have also been Illumination. Um, so some decent movies there um this one obviously opened to massive fanfare. It has already shattered so many records uh like it's shattered records for like highest opening day for an animated movie it's shattered records for like max or highest gross like in a three day period or something like that it, it's 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 honestly just kind of breaking all sorts of records and it is just um the talk of the town. Uh, So, we're going to discuss it now. I'm going to ask Nicole for her thoughts. Um, I will put out a spoiler warning, although I should note that, like, the, the plot of the movie is really not all that important. Like, I still think it's, like, worth seeing regardless. So, even if you knew the plot, like, it's still worth seeing um but we You've will get give... a
1: mario game you know the plot, right yeah kinda. it's not it's <laughs> not know.
0: exactly like you know it's not master class storytelling here but we'll put a spoiler warning out uh at this point if you guys want to uh you know dip away for a bit that's fine we're gonna give our thoughts on it and i just you know because there is a possibility that some spoilers might come up wanted to make sure we put that out so with all of that said uh nicole what did you think of the movie
1: I really liked it. Um, I'll preface this by saying I would say, I guess, I'm a Mario fan. I'm not, like, a diehard. Like, I haven't played every single game. I don't know its history. <laughs> like, I've played I've played a fair share of Mario stuff, and I'm up to date on, like, the things that people that play Mario games would know. It's so, like, I know all these characters. I've played Mario Kart, Mario Odyssey, some of the older stuff. Um, so, like, I have probably have, like, enough base knowledge to understand a lot of, like, the references and stuff, but... Um the movie starts out really good. They which you can tell from the trailers, they take like a realistic approach to it. So Mario and Luigi are actually they're <laughs> they're actually plumbers, which is great. So the movie starts off strong that way and then from there it just it just honestly gets better. Um Chris Pratt's voice, I want to mention too as a thing, was actually pretty damn good, Brayden. I didn't I just want to ask you real quick, what did you think of it? Cuz I was I was impressed. After like the first 5 seconds, I'm like, "Okay, like sure i can hear chris pratt but then like you don't really think about it ever again because it's just mario's voice <laughs> like i don't yeah. know i feels like i feel like it just kind of natural it
0: wasn't that big of a deal um i think yeah. people were all up in arms about it oh my god chris pratt's voice and like the trailer actually a... did him dirty the first trailer yeah. they put
1: out was like the worst clip they could have picked Mushroom, because like his kingdom. voice was fine here
0: we come <laughs> i don't think it was like the greatest voice acting performance i've ever heard but Mario. It's not like you're comparing it to like the. It's not like in the video game he's like some kind of like you know Matt. Like it's not you know. Oh wait. (laughs) Yeah, he's it's we wahoo like You know it is what it is. Uh, so I think Chris Pratt was fine. Honestly, I don't see what I mean. People we all memed about it, made jokes or whatever. But I mean, he was fine. It was a perfectly fine Mario. Um, no complaints on that front, really. I
1: yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, the the casting choice is obviously still completely bonkers for literally everyone that they casted, but I think that was part of the charm. I really like Charlie Day as Luigi too. Like by the end, I'm just like these are these are the voices. Like I'm happy with that. If we ever if we get more movies to hear them again, um. But yeah, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of the references were really neat. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I probably picked up on most of them. I like pointed out a Pikmin to my friend at one point. Um the music was fucking great again like i i know the iconic mario tracks there's definitely some where people are like that was from this game that came out in the 1984 like whatever fucking console like i don't i don't know that deep but like the the songs you should know i i picked up on and they did like cool like reprises of them and like mixed them different ways that just made like elevated the movie to another level i definitely think that they fucking nailed it with the soundtrack Um, and yeah, just, just a lot of fun from beginning to end. Like Brayden said, the story is, like, whatever, it's your normal, like, bad guy has something, we need to stop the bad guy from killing everybody, but, like, that's, that's literally most movies, so, like, that wasn't really, the, the plot of the movie isn't like, hey, come watch this movie for the plot, it was like, come watch this movie to have fun with Mario and all of the characters that, like, you probably love and want to see adapted on, uh, the big screen, but yeah, a lot of fun with it, um, I definitely hope that they continue doing stuff like this, like even if it's not Mario and just like keep making stuff like this because they, they honest. I don't know. I just think it's a fun time. And like, we don't really have many movies like that, I guess. I don't know. Like we're getting more of a like, good video game adaptations, like Sonic fucking nailed it. And I like that their styles are so different, but like still so fun in different ways.
0: Yeah. I think video game movies and shows in general have just been killing it. I mean, The Last of Us was excellent uh, Sonic 2 was really good. Sonic 1 was good. Like, I don't know. I think there's a big sort of shift in that market and video game movies are really succeeding on a level that they haven't before. And I think that hopefully will open the doors for people to actually try new things with video game movies, like to take on more things that like some, some things, you know, work really well, but other things would be cool to see get an adaptation, you know, that doesn't look like fucking Assassin's Creed. That was just, you know, garbage or, I mean, I guess uh, I was going to say another good one was detective Pikachu. That one, uh, came out in 2019-2018, yeah. that was a good movie, too. I mean, it wasn't, like, amazing, but, I mean, it for was, a Pokemon yeah. live-action adaptation, it was pretty good. Um yeah,
1: it was for sure. So, yeah, on it Mario... like, fucking okay. spot-on animation, like you said. You put on Twitter, too, like, how great the movie looked. Like, Illumination's been, like, killing it. Like, even if you don't watch the Minion movies or, like, Sing or anything like that, mm-hmm. their animation is fucking next level. So, like, they were able to do some really cool, like, scenes and just made it look fucking great throughout this entire thing.
0: I agree. Um I I said it on Twitter and I'll say it again the animation in this movie was stellar. It might have been the best animation I've ever seen on screen in a movie. Um everything was crisp. It was it felt larger than life. The the way they brought the game stuff like out and like worked it in that animated style. Um if it's not the best animation in a movie I've ever seen, it's definitely like, in the top 3 or 4 and maybe you know, you can go back and forth and compare it to some others, but visually it was incredible. And I, before I give my other thoughts on the movie, I think you should see this movie just on the animation alone, just like in theaters, just go see it. Like it's worth seeing just to, because it's a fucking awesome experience uh, from that. And I highly, highly recommend it. That being said, I think the movie was kind of eh. Um, Now let me just say it was fun and I enjoyed it from start to finish um, I'm very glad I saw it. And as someone who likes Nintendo and likes Mario, this was really cool. I felt like a a fan. I was just at the movies, just watching it, not critically or anything like that. Just like, all right, this is cool. But if I'm pulling myself back a tad and objectively looking at the movie, first of all, I don't care about the plot. The plot of the movie does not matter. I'm not supposed to care about the plot. No one at like it's a Mario movie. Like you're, you're not seeing it for the plot. The plot is princess gets kidnapped. Mario save. like, that's fine. Um, I don't care about the plot. I'm not negging on it for the plot. Um, I think I said on Twitter I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Um, I could, you know, with more discussion fleshing out say 7 out of 10, but I think that's really uh, where where it would go for me and my I have, you know, my two biggest issues are Seth Rogen absolutely sucked as Donkey Kong. And I thought maybe <laughs> it was just my thing, but he even said in an interview the other day that I saw that he was like, "Oh, I didn't even try." And I'm like, he was just he was just bad like he was
1: just
0: himself like every other voice was fine i the every time he talked i was like oh this kind of sucks like i read something from a critic an actual movie critic who was like i honestly feel like i took a full point off just because of how bad donkey kong's BA was and and it's like you know i like seth rogan in certain roles but like it was distracting it wasn't like it was just like oh okay whatever like it was actively distracting like why does donkey kong Need to dance his pecs to get his dad's approval. That's literally never even been uh, hinted at as a Donkey Kong thing. And like the movie's silly; it's for kids. I get all of that, but like I feel like Donkey Kong should have been presented as more of like a you know I don't know like a badass type character or like a a brawler, goofy brawler type. But instead, he's like a man child. That like I don't know. I that bothered me a lot. I think cuz my roommate saw it before me and he said the movie was good. He said I hated Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. He said how bad could it be? It doesn't matter. It was pre- it was pretty bad. Um, and I know it's Seth Rogen, you get what you get, but like compared to like Jack Black who crushed it as Bowser, like he was fucking awesome. He nailed the role. And then you got Seth Rogen over here like, oh, "Hey, my big pecs could do it." Like Don yeah, it was bad. That was that was really bad and it took a point off for me because it actively hurt my experience watching the movie um but i honestly just feel like i would have liked to see like more things fleshed out and like it's a kids movie yeah we went back and forth on twitter about this and you know if you're a kid it's great and a lot of kids movies are also really enjoyable to watch as adults like moana inside out like uh even just like despicable me um you know, Zootopia. I mean, I could go on and on. Like, a lot of these movies are for kids, but are really enjoyable for adults to watch. And there's a little something for... Have you, have you seen the movie Um Onward? I have. Great I've movie. cried every time I watch it. Sad movie, but a great movie from start to finish. Clearly a kid's movie but with enough in it for the adults to be like, this was really good. I love animated movies. And I just felt like this movie lacked it felt like like i wanted to peach was cool i liked that they presented peach as an actual like cool character and not just like a damsel in distress type and i would have liked to see more of peach or like more of how that all came to be and like it just felt like the movie didn't it didn't feel coherent really from start to finish not in a plot sense but just in the sense of like it didn't give anything enough time to breathe and i don't know if, if you know that's something you saw maybe you didn't Um, but when my criticism of the movie come up, it's, it's after pulling back and saying, okay, yeah, this was really fun. I liked it a lot, but it wasn't like the best we've ever seen. Like it's definitely flawed in some capacity. And I think those two things are okay to like acknowledge separately.
1: Yeah. I just, a movie like this, I just never, you can obviously there is criticisms and like you're, you're allowed to have to speak those and feel the way you do. It's just like, I don't. I don't know, I don't go to a movie like this and, like, expect, it's like, I don't know, it is, it's like, it's like, you can't compare a movie like this to something like, I don't know, Spider-Man No Way Home, like, they're just, like, different, different types of movies, like, they're trying to achieve different things, Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know, I'm just never gonna be, like, sit here and list all of my criticisms of something, because, like, I'm just going to watch a movie like that for fun, like, people did do that and that's why the audience score is like different than the critics score because like the critics are like that's their job and (laughs) to like review a movie objectively and like this like you said is probably not great if you took this and made it like into a serious movie it probably would would get a pretty bad score um but i don't know i just I, i found it pretty like pretty fun all the way through which is like really what but I think what they were trying to do is just, like, have a fun movie. But they, you know, they did, at least for me, and I know I'm not alone because I've heard some other people's reviews, um, they do, they do make it a little bit emotional, and it's between, surprisingly, Mario and Luigi's, like, relationship as brothers. They had some, they had some great sweet moments with each other, like, that's, like, very apparent from the beginning, is, like, they're very close. And it's not like a, am Mario. I'm better than you, brother. Like that's that's not what they do. And they even end the movie like doing the final things together. And I just I really like that part of it. I thought that was nice. And like you said, did you, did the you movie feel like they pretty... might have
0: made? I don't, I'm gonna I'm not gonna interrupt you, but I have to get this thought out before you go on. Did you feel like they might have made them a tad too close at a few points? I saw a few people put that out. They I they were no, still no, to toeing the line a couple <laughs> times of like maybe that's... like a. That's an
1: interesting way to take it but no I did not. No, oh, okay. All right. I'm
0: just curious. Well, I'll go back to it after. Go ahead. Sorry. I just wanted I'm to get I'm sure your...
1: I'm sure you could see that but um <laughs> they're not really together long enough like physically in person for that to happen. But maybe that that's I am all for shipping things where yeah, they don't but belong. they're not 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 this. <laughs> they're not related. This. I don't like it. They are go related. ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, they, yeah, well, I was. they were close in this, and it was really sweet, because, like, they care about each other, and Luigi's kind of the one Mario needs to save instead of it being Peach. Um, so they have some nice moments together. <laughs> While we're talking about criticisms, though, they're, like, men, but <laughs> wicked tiny compared to the rest of their normal human family.
0: <laughs> I don't know why they're so small. I don't
1: know what's going on there, but, um... They do, which comes into play with Peach. Like, I know Peach got her own game and stuff before, but they obviously, she's not a damsel in distress. She gets to do a lot of cool stuff, but they also do that throughout the movie with everybody. Like, you get to see a lot of stuff that you don't normally do. Like, her and Donkey Kong get power-ups that I don't think you'd normally see them use. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, obviously we got all the Mario Kart stuff, just, like, a lot of things, like, intertwining that, like, you would never think that we would get to see for Mario. Um, like, you got to see, like, the blue shell and all of that come into play. And, like, really cool stuff with Rainbow Road and just, like, brilliant. Like, you can tell Mario people made this. It wasn't like, oh, yep, this is Mario. He's wearing red and he's got his hat on and let's hope that makes sense. Like, everything was, like, very specific and, like, made from a Mario fan's perspective. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really like the ending. I thought the ending was fun. But also, (laughs) again, spoiler warning, they, like... Why was Mario's idea for- I thought he was gonna Iron Man it, so, like, at the end, the Bowser's like, oh, fuck this, and he sends, like, a bullet bill to, like, blow up the castle, and Mario's like, no, I got this, and he's got his little tail, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, he's gonna Iron Man this shit, he's gonna push it upwards and, like, blow up, and everyone's gonna think he's dead. Nope! Mario decides, let's send it to New York! (laughs) He's like, that's surely a good idea, I don't want it here, I'm just gonna put the missile- and send it to new york and of course it goes in the pipe and blows up new york yeah but like it's fun it's so ridiculous and i'm just like that's absurd but i'm still having a good time (laughs) i feel like that was my over like most of my reaction to like the dumb stuff that you'd criticize is like that's so stupid and then like two seconds later you're like okay whatever (laughs)
0: yeah i am with you on that again i i thought that was goofy but i didn't think it was worthy of criticism really like yeah that gets to your point where it's like are people looking for things to criticize and i think that responding to what you said a few minutes ago about like just going to have fun and not so i kind of went to see the movie for that reason although like i knew we were going to do the show so like i obviously like, wanted to see it sooner rather than later and have some thoughts about it but what really drove me to kind of like have that opinion and just give that kind of honest take like Beyond, I, I was going to just put it to be like, oh, Mario movie was great, loved it, but I'm like, no, you know what, like, everyone's going to say that. I was like, I want to, like, yeah. I, I didn't, it wasn't perfect, and the movie is a, such a massive success already with less than a week in theaters. I'm like, at some point, someone's got to look at this movie objectively, but not like douchey like critics are, because critics are just like, oh, there's no plot, there's no storytelling, I, like, that's it, like that's elitist, and, and the, the, the snobby movie critic who's like, well, I've never, like, never played a Mario game, doesn't understand the appeal I think you could, like, love it as a fun movie, but also, like, sit there and say, okay, so it's fun, and it's great, but, like, assuming that it's so successful that they're gonna make more of these, what type of criticism can we put out there that might make the narrative be, like, how can we make the second movie better versus Nintendo just, like, putting out a product that's just not trying? Because, like, if they're, and again, like, like you said, like, the there was some really cool shit, like, Donkey Kong getting the ice power up, or... Sorry, Peach getting the ice power up and Donkey Kong getting That was fucking cool. I was like, oh, awesome, Donkey Kong with fire. That may have been a thing with Donkey Kong with the fire. I'm not sure. But it was just... Yeah, I think it I was, think it was new. It was it awesome. I loved the depressed star that was like, the only thing. was the so sweet good. release of death. Like, the movie was yeah. really solid in a lot of ways. And I'm just going to read Brian's comment uh, out loud here. He said, I don't think just because it's a kid movie means it's above criticism. You just have to take that into account. I don't have anything bad to say about the movie, there's just some stuff I thought they could have done to make it better, which is kind of what I was trying to convey. In other words, I saw people say 10 out of 10, and you want to call it a 10 out of 10 as an experience, that's fine, but as a movie, I don't think it's a 10 out of 10. I just think that's kind of, I mean, it's it's opinion, it's nuance, whatever, but as someone who liked it and wants to see more from this universe or whatever, and like, I I just think there's like, things I'd like to see expanded upon and things that can be done a little better. Just because you can make this movie and make a bunch of money on the name Mario Bros. alone doesn't mean you shouldn't, like, I don't know, you know, try a little better. Maybe Recast DK is literally anyone else. Uh, anybody else. Um,
1: <laughs> I do love Seth Rogen, but yeah, he was just Seth Rogen. He, yeah, but he, <laughs> he said it. Different. He
0: literally said it, too. He was like, yeah, I didn't really try. I'm like, well, bro, like, yeah, we can tell. <laughs> like... Like making like trivial jokes at at Mario and stuff, and like no no one cares. I mean the plot is what it is. I honestly, I I I don't remember Bowser wanting to marry Peach in the games. Is that a thing? I don't remember. I think
1: it. I think it is. I don't know this specific instance, but like I'm pretty sure in Odyssey they have like wedding outfits, or maybe it's like in Bowser's Fury or something. But it's a plot before where he's like trying to marry her, and they have like he has like a wedding suit on. I just can't remember what it's from. Um, You're right. It is Odyssey. I thought I just... that was, yeah. I thought yeah. that was that was pretty funny. Instead of like, um, just like, oh, I'm gonna kidnap you, and obviously she's like, fuck you, dude. But we got probably my favorite scene in the entire movie out of him wanting to marry her. Uh, Bowser, of course, played by Jack Black, and now understandably so, why they casted Jack Black? He has a great ballad scene on his piano <laughs> singing to Peach, and it honestly made me laugh so hard. For like this, like. Like, everything was, like, hmm. like, that's funny. And, like, that one, I was literally, like, oh, my God, like, that's fucking hilarious. And they posted, like, a full version of it online with, like, Jack Black and not animated. So fucking funny. I thought it was great.
0: Peaches sucked. Um, I didn't it's like it It's bad, but, like, I didn't you like know it it's at Jack all. Black,
1: and you can literally <laughs> see him giving his whole soul to this yeah, song, and like, it was so it funny. It felt
0: like they only did it because it's Jack Black. Like, in other words, like, if anyone else had done that, it would have been like, "Oh, this was kind of terrible." But because it's Jack Black, people are like, "Oh, this is great." I saw the YouTube video and stuff, but as I saw it in the movie, I was like, "All right, I guess." Like, I'm sure there's people uh, out there who well, love it because if you it's saw Jack. It already? No, no, no. Sorry. I, well, I, I mean, after the fact, because I, I they did a full video of it. So yesterday, I looked at it because I was talking to my roommate about it, and I was like, "I." So, in other words, I, I don't think it was like a terrible or anything. I just didn't care as it was happening i was like all right like it feels like the obligatory jack black musical number and that was the end of it and like as someone who's seen him in like a lot of other movies where he's you know he's i mean he again he was like the best part of this film i just i don't get the peaches like in other words like brian just said in the comments peaches was great it was exactly what it needed to be um which i mean i disagree with but that's fine again like that's the beauty of a movie like this like i'm not criticizing that i'm just saying i didn't care for it it felt like they wanted to have a viral sort of song type thing. You know what I mean? Like how Frozen had mm-hmm. Let It Go and some of the other ones had that. And I just, uh, I, I didn't really care about Let It Go either. I I mean, it was catchy, but then it got overplayed and they they beat these viral things into the ground. And I saw now that that movie, that's actually being considered for an Oscar. The Peaches thing already is up for a possible... So,
1: yeah, I don't know if it's like, oh, I think maybe it's... um. It can be nominated now, maybe. Yeah, because best of how original many plays song
0: or something. In other words, it's it's really smart marketing. It's viral. It'll get people talking about the movie more than the movie itself. I get it. It just wasn't for me. Maybe the kids liked it more. I I love musical like Moana. Great, so many good songs. I mean, like I'm not anti kid movie. I'm not anti musical. Like I will always like that stuff. But it just didn't do anything for me. So when I saw everybody talking about it. I didn't realize it was super popular until after I saw the movie and I was looking at some of the reviews and it was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I'm like, really? Like people were gung ho about this, but I just, you know, again, it's different for everybody. So if people liked it, that's good. I mean, the scene was animated well and it was very funny to see Bowser playing the piano. Um, I just, I don't know. I like Jack Black a lot, but I do feel like sometimes he's a bit, he's a bit one note. Like,
1: see Okay, sorry, Brian said the song The Dog were the funniest parts of the movie for me. And then I listened to the review by uh kind of funny, because I've listened to a lot of their content, and they were also like, oh my god, the dog. And I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, I remember the dog, but why is everyone talking about the dog? I don't think it was that was it that funny? No. Am I missing something? <laughs> didn't get
0: it. I thought the I dog mean, was- I
1: got I got what yeah, was funny about it. it. Fine. Like it was like it was like, a, like funny, but like not like standout where I'm like, yes, no. the dog was my favorite part. I was like
0: That was for kids. Everything had the same dog. It had to be geared towards the kids at that at that point with that line. I think. Yeah,
1: I like I like funny things like that, but I definitely not to the point where I'm like, oh my god, that scene though. Like I didn't even bring it up in my review, you know.
0: Brian, what did you like about it? Out of curiosity, in the in the comments, you want to let us know. I'll read it out loud. Um, while he while he does that, I will say the star was hysterical. The depressed superstar from, and also the. The penguins at the beginning uh, and everything else when they come out and they're like, this is even our full force. He's like, do you? He's like, so I thought they were really funny. Um, And the penguins reacting to the star while they were all locked up. It's like, shut up already. I can't take this depression. Like that felt like geared a bit more towards like the a little, little bit older crowd. Um, it was our, like sweet release of death. Yeah, I was like oh, nothing will God. save us except the sweet release of death. And he was like, he was like something about time, and he's like, time doesn't exist. <laughs> um The song and the dog are the funniest parts. Brian said the way the dog stared on Luigi while it was licking its owner was hilarious. Penguins would have been better, but we saw that in the trailer. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. The Luigi, th- uh, the dog thing. But I mean, all power to you. I guess I, I again, it, I wasn't the target demo for that. I don't think so. That's all right.
1: Yeah. I really like all the characters they got in here, though. We got like a lot of almost everybody. I was like, I want to see Dry Bones. I want to see Boo. Oh, yeah, we true. got a bunch of Dry Bones, which was kind of scary for kids. Honestly, I, I wonder what they... I wonder what kids thought about it. And then They'll we kind of got Boo. We got King Boo at the wedding, but I do want to see a proper Boo. And I was waiting. I was waiting to see Wario and um, Waluigi, and I was hoping. That, like, when we returned to New York, we were gonna see, like, their tall, skinny, and short, fat cousins or something, like, as humans, just to, like, mm. hint towards them, like, that they're coming, like, I don't know, like, a rival company or something, but we didn't get that, but I would love to see it. Do you have, uh, any, like, wants for their casting? Because I've seen a lot of some, I've seen a lot of good ones online, like, uh, Danny DeVito as Wario yeah. and William Defoe as Waluigi. That's probably, like, yeah. ideal scenario.
0: I could see that, um... I think Gilbert Gottfried might have made a decent Waluigi, but he he passed away, oh, didn't he's... he? Right?
1: Yeah, that's the guy that did Yagu, right? The yeah.
0: And I think I'm gonna do go. like that's that was him.
1: That's a pretty good impression.
0: Uh, uh that's about as much as I could get. I don't want Elon Musk to play Wario, that's for sure. I don't know if you watch SNL, but his sketch from a couple of years ago where he did Wario on SNL was fucking terrible. Um yeah, Danny DeVito would be great. Uh I mean at some point. You gotta wonder what the budget of these movies would be if they bring on more, more, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, they got a pretty, they got a pretty loaded cast there, um, Wario, I don't know, who would be a good Wario? Like, I guess it's hard to say.
1: I saw someone say Pedro Pascal, and I was like, Uh, are we being serious?
0: No. I mean, I don't doubt that he could do it, but no, it just doesn't fit. Eh, I don't know, I don't know off the top of my head, honestly, um... Uh, Brian just said, one. my one criticism is Luigi felt like he wasn't in the movie that much. He got caught fairly early and is locked up till the end. It would have been nice to see more of him and Mario together in the movie. Fair. Um, I do feel like they rushed that a little bit. And I I guess, am I, maybe I'm just silly for feeling like we could have gotten a bit better of a plot with very small changes like acknowledging that the movie is not about the plot I don't think it would have taken much to actually make the movie a lot better from a coherency standpoint like am I wrong on that, yeah, I
1: think like, that it, like it was pretty fast-paced too like you said like you wanted some moments to like be drawn out more yeah and I don't know if they had like certain constraints or whatever but like the movie moved pretty quickly which I guess is a good thing because like after like if you if some of these scenes dragged and they were just boring like that mm. would definitely have hurt it but this instead it was like non-stop like jokes action like fun um but yeah they probably could have elaborated on some stuff like i kind of feel like the sequel could be setting up peach and like because her family's apparently from new york so that'd be like a fun thing but i don't know what they're gonna do
0: Yeah, it was just, I mean, I loved, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie was when Mario does his training earlier with Peach and they go through the course. Mm. That was so cool. Like, give me a little bit more of that. Like, give me a little bit more of, like, the Mario game brought to life on the big screen. Like, I want more of that, you know? Um, I liked seeing the references. I kind of marked out for certain things that I remembered, but it was like, you can do that and still make the story a tad bit better. I mean it's Mario again. No one really watches Mario for the story. I get that. But that doesn't mean it couldn't have been improved just a tad. Um So yeah, I mean it was good. It my tweets I didn't get a chance to elaborate on it enough with the limitations of Twitter, but like I didn't think it was a no, bad thing. Isaac and I were
1: just trolling. So no, I
0: figured as fine. much. And it was sort of like my, my initial thoughts when I walked out of the movie theater, I, so let me me explain it like this at the movies, everything that happened, I was like, holy fuck, that's so cool. But as I walked out, I was like, all right, it's not on the screen in front of me anymore. I'm kind of over it. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's sort of like, while you're doing the thing, it's like, yeah, but it doesn't, it didn't carry with me as much as it could have other than the animation, which again, incredible animation. Like, I think it's genuinely phenomenal what they were able to do and i mean it's not surprising when you consider nintendo's budget and their involvement but uh, that rivaled pretty much you know uh, brian said i agree it was cool in the moment but not something that will stick with me and i think that's the way i would describe the movie it felt like it was a lot of references a lot of nostalgia it was a fun experience but i don't think i'd ever watch the movie again unless like i had a friend or somebody who wanted to watch it in which case like it's fine it's harmless background but it's like It was cool to see once, and it's just not that deep beyond that, so I don't know, you know, again, I don't, I'm not trying to, like, shit on things, and I know you guys were messing around yesterday, and I'm like, you know, I, I have fun, I love, I don't even, I don't, I like bad movies, I go to the movies, like, twice a month, I love just going to the movies, see something random that interests me even a slight bit, like, I'll go see it, um, so I don't have, like, this high bar, but, you know, after seeing John Wick 4, Dungeons and Dragons movie, and then seeing this all within, like, a 12-day period, I was like, man, comparatively to these other two movies I just saw that were, like, fucking stand out, like, you know, uh, it just, it just didn't hit the mark. Tantalizing Tater said his favorite franchise is Fast and the Furious. I literally have never seen a Fast and the Furious movie, but, um, I'm sure they're, they're wonderful. But, any thoughts on the end credits scene and all that?
1: Um, yeah, the mid-credits was what, the Bowser thing again, and then Yeah, like, he just trapped. One. Um. Again, spoilers, but the last one was Yoshi's Egg, which is exciting because so we got to see like wild Yoshi's running free in the movie, but not actually Yoshi. Um, which is interesting. I wonder if they're gonna do like a whole like Yoshi's Island movie with I don't know, or if they'll do, um, just like have Yoshi join them somehow. But that's pretty cool. Could be fun. I don't know who would vo- voice Yoshi, but it can't be too hard.
0: I uh I liked it. Also, just a quick note. They are currently at 370 million in box office revenue at this point. It has been less than a week.
1: I think they've sufficiently passed their budget. I think their budget was like 80 or something. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, and obviously, like, there's global distribution costs and stuff, you know, that you have to take into consideration to say, like, did they make a profit? But, like, I, I think it's safe to say the movie's going to make a profit. Actually, right now, the box office has been updated as of today at $427 million, uh, versus $100 million budget. So, obviously, massively successful. Um, even with it being Mario, I can't, I don't think anyone thought it was going to be as big of a performance as it's been so far. Because because when you really think about it, it's almost halfway to Endgame already, and it's been a week. Like, it's just, you know, it's just kind of very, very interesting. And obviously nothing has been confirmed about a sequel, but I think that we can pretty much, yeah. Jack Black actually said he has interest in... uh, in Pedro Pascal being in a sequel voicing Wario and serving as the main villain.
1: He's, but, he's who said that. Interesting. Yeah,
0: it says Jack... Uh, it says, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll
1: take it. He can definitely do a villain voice.
0: Uh Possible spinoffs reported that they're developing a Donkey Kong spinoff with Seth Rogen set to reprise his that. role. <laughs> in April 2023, and 23, Rogen openly expressed interest in Donkey Kong country forming the basis of these works and charlie day said he'd be interested in reprising his role in a luigi's mansion film again
1: hell yeah I awesome
0: idea i i i can't stress enough how bad seth rogan's donkey kong voice is it just it's just bad
1: it's, just, it's literally just seth Rogen. i know but like who it, of
0: all the cat all the casting choices were so good
1: Every i love
0: when he laughed choice. and it was just straight up seth rogan's <laughs> <love. laughs> weed <laughs> no i don't brian just said in the comments i don't follow actors enough so i'm not bothered by seth rogan i'd like to point out again i don't dislike seth rogan as an That's actor definitely. but he plays yeah. seth rogan in movies like this is the end great movie like he was seth rogan like at most movies that he's in like uh was it 21 jump street was he in that I mean, he's, he's cameos yeah, he's in Pineapple everything. You
1: know? Yeah,
0: not a huge fan of Pineapple Express, Um, which you would think as someone who, like, you know, indulges in the... Uh... Zack
1: and Mary make a porno. He's in that. Yeah,
0: that one. Never saw that one, he's but He's in I heard The Night
1: Before. He's in
0: 50-50. I mean, he's been in a billion <laughs> nice. things, right? Super Bad's another great one. Knocked Up.
1: Ah, yeah, Super
0: Bad. Uh, knocked Up. Neighbors. I never saw Neighbors. That was a Zach Efron. Sausage oh, Party, great movie. Yeah. Yeah, he he created he a great job voicing the hot dog in Sausage Party, you know? Um, apparently he was in Donnie Darko, which is interesting. He was in Kung Fu Panda, like, the Lion King remake. Like, he's been in a lot, obviously. It's Seth Rogen. Like, you know what you're getting, but he does a really good job playing the character he plays. He just, the voice just didn't fit Donkey Kong. I'm sorry. It just was, like, one of those things where I feel like somebody... Idris Elba would have been a good Donkey Kong, probably.
1: Ooh!
0: Right? Like, you know, you could fan cast that, so... Anyway, I mean, I hope that clears it up. I, I did enjoy the movie a lot. Uh, I'm not shitting on it, and I'm not, like, saying it's bad because it wasn't, like, appealing to me as an adult. But, like, it it wasn't that far away from, like, being where I think it would have appealed to both critics and audiences. But at the end of the day, the audience score is what matters, and it's, like, a 96 versus a critic score of, like, 58. So, like, obviously you know, more audiences like this. And if you're just looking to go to the movies and just have fun, I highly recommend it. It definitely gets my stamp of recommendation. Hey,
1: did you know we have four ratings on Apple and they're all five stars? No,
0: but that's (laughs) interesting because I haven't given us any of them.
1: I don't think I did either. You guys are listening. Make sure you
0: you can subscribe to the podcast on any of the streaming services to get updated every time I do. I just,
1: I... Just notice that you can click all of our links underneath in our about section under mm-hmm. our stream, which is cool. I didn't know that those were there.
0: Yeah, I put them there. I just, I didn't actually get a chance to like fully so finish fancy. it. I, yeah, I, I don't know if you noticed the new graphics as well that I debuted tonight for the show. I did, I
1: did.
0: Because um, I think they look a lot better and actually give us some level of um kind of coherency. But uh, yeah, we're we're going to be uh getting to a point now where we're going to be like milestone episodes here. We're almost at 40 episodes at this point we get to the one year mark like that'll be the end of our first season and then we can set up a season two um separate podcast streaming area so yeah i mean the movie was awesome i liked it a lot there is just a lot of good movies that have come out so far this year and there's more movies on the way on the horizon um and speaking of which um nicole what is uh what do you have coming on on your beyond your horizon at this point in the upcoming week
1: I started a game called Strange Horticulture last night because I'm in between games. Um, Obviously, I just finished Inscription, and next week I have two releases that I'm definitely playing as soon as they come out. Um, I have the Horizon Forbidden West DLC Burning Shores coming out, which I am going to play for sure, day one. And then also Coffee Talk 2 comes out, which I think I've talked about on here before, but it's literally just like a coffee making simulator and you talk with customers (laughs) it's better than what i explain it as but um so yeah in between games i didn't want something super long so i started strange horticulture which is again another like shop sim game where you run a plant store and you need to provide the right plant to the customer based on the clues they give you they're like oh i can't sleep at night give me something to help with that and then yeah i have to figure out what plant is the best option and it's just like a nice art style um it's challenging like there's a lot of puzzles on as far as, like, figuring out what plant to give, and then also how to find new plants. I need to go to, like, the right places on the map based on the, like, entries and clues I'm getting. Um, So, yeah, I've been playing that. That's fun. Uh, I'll be playing those games next week and plan to stream them. I need to figure out how I'm going to be streaming for my PS5, if I'm just going to go back to my old, boring TV setup, (laughs) or Mm -hmm. if I'm going to use my capture card. Um, It's just a little difficult without a second monitor, but I might make it work.
0: Or just yeah, um, maybe get a second monitor pretty pretty inexpensive too i think like, yeah i want
1: maybe. something that's really 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 basic but i'm trying to find a vertical one and nobody's selling one i, I could buy a new one i'm just being lazy I'm so looking at the
0: market. i don't even mean this as like a. am not trying to sound snarky here you know you can get a regular you one
1: turn and it and no, 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 no. Display, so right? so when i say
0: that because i did that with my i have two i have a massive one and then i have i just don't know one. how
1: you can turn it if it's not built for that you know so
0: they make a mount and i can send you the stuff because i actually bought uh. one it's called a vesna mount and you clip it on the back and then you can tw- it puts a twist Thing on it so it's where you put a regular mount and you would mm-hmm. put the adapter and then you just twist it you can and then you can change the layout on your screen to be like vertical so you can have like my my friend has one his he's got a wide and ultra wide so it's like 34 inches and then a vertical that clips onto it that's like a stand-up that he uses for like discord and stuff yeah. i can I I just show like, you how that stuff works a Thin
1: one so i can have a vertical yeah yeah it's not I'll super hard i was down. gonna
0: say you can't i don't think you can just buy like a i don't know if they make like vertical monitors or maybe they do but I'm like sure they i
1: do but they're probably expensive yeah i
0: think you could probably get a regular monitor and and set it up to be vertical i mean mine That's honestly
1: <laughs> my mount
0: didn't even work and the way my computer set up in my, my my office space is like i have a big uh a wall that pulls out so like my wall is out and there's a ledge on it so my desk is up mm-hmm. against the wall and i actually just have my monitor standing leaning up against the ledge the regular one there because go, i couldn't get the mount to fit and it works fine because the other one's on a regular stand so you know we've got the vertical and the other one
1: i mean if that's all people are doing then i can i can jerry rig something yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> i mean really it depends on
0: you know if your presentation you're streaming whatever you know you wanted to have some kind of on but it's not like your monitors are typically on stream you're not doing that so i mean who the fuck care? like why why go crazy over you know overpaying on that or whatever but nice yeah I, I, those games are pretty pumped i know jedi fallen order is that one of us drafted that. I don't remember if it was me or you, but one of us drafted it. I uh didn't. fallen Survivor, sorry. I keep messing those up. But um nice. Yeah, I those are those are pretty cool. And obviously I saw you were streaming Disney Dreamlight Valley the other day, although your mic was off. Yeah, I've been doing
1: that too. Um it was off briefly. I've been doing that just to like <laughs> kill time and they're doing I've there's so much content they've added since the last time I like properly played, so just doing some casual streams, which is like boring content, but you know it's easy it's easy for me to talk while i play
0: fair enough and besides at least it's like on you know at least you got people to to chat with so yeah. i am actually done with every video game i was actively playing i don't even know what uh, i'm going to jump into right now um just kind of chilling i i was playing some resident evil mercenary mode on re4 um i'm probably gonna pick something new to start but i don't know yet I've i've caught up on every game i was like actively in the middle of so uh that was kind of nice. I will uh see what I can find. I do want to play Inscription actually. Um I just want to wait till it's on sale I think cuz I don't know if the steam- I doubt the Steam sale is still going on. So um I'll have to see what's going on with that, but uh yeah, a lot of stuff to look forward to and um and a lot of uh a lot of exciting upcoming stuff. Even in the world of movies. Like I said, I want to see Renfield. I'm hoping to see that soon too. I don't <laughs> know if you're interested in that one, so I'm going to try to get some time to see that one and uh yeah yeah so. i
1: watched um triple frontier the other day if you heard of that that one had like a crazy cast of like ben Affleck, pedro pascal oscar isaac um, oh, yeah there was someone else pedro more movie it was good Ben Affleck, <laughs> oscar isaac yeah yeah it was a good one i also watched the founder which is on Netflix, which is like um a retelling of the true story of McDonald's, which was fucking also really good. Really, that had, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember who it is. It has the guy that Michael plays Keaton. the Spider-Man, yeah, Michael Keaton, and then the two brothers, which are like the McDonald's brothers. They're both people you would know, and I'm also forgetting Nick who Offerman? they were. And that was also good. Yes, yes, and yes, John Carroll Lynch yeah if i definitely wouldn't have known john's name but if you saw him you'd probably recognize him from something but that movie was really good it was like one of those dramatic kind of like 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 cool retellings of the founding of mcdonald's and i actually learned a lot watching that it's not like um it's not like a documentary it's like a movie that's based on the real thing but it was very good and that's on netflix so you can give that
0: a watch the founder right yeah all right interesting well, that's gonna do it for us tonight. I think. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking out. That hour kind of flew by, but uh, Mario movie was great. Definitely recommend seeing it. Um, like I said, it does have its criticisms, but if you're remotely a fan of the source material, you'll definitely enjoy the movie for what it is. Uh, we don't have a topic for next week. Is that a Game Boy? On oh, the shirt right, you bought a Game it Boy, right? Is. What have you been playing? No, on I that? didn't.
1: This is my boyfriend's, but I did just buy a DS. Why? I don't know, but I have one now, and it's coming in.
0: What are you gonna like? A th- tell me you got a 3DS at least, right?
1: No, I wanted a DS for the Game Boy slot. So that way I don't have to use this Game Boy. And then the DS store just closed, and it came with a bunch of games, so I feel like it was a good investment. I don't know.
0: The D- no, the 3DS The 3DS closed.
1: store closed, yeah. But you can't buy any of them anymore. And yeah. I got a good deal.
0: Interesting. I okay, I think she's... Well, that's fair. Listen, yeah. I'm glad you... I it's just only think... going to get
1: more expensive, you know? Mm, I, don't really. the, I don't
0: think the regular DS will age too much from an expense standpoint. It's just quite... Be-
1: it's like... 50 or higher to buy one, which I feel like is yeah, bad. that's about right. Like 50 to 100.
0: Is it the DS Lite or is it the chonky boy, the big, the big chonk one?
1: Uh, I think I got the light,
0: okay. Yeah. The light's not bad, I had a light forever, but the 3DS XL was pretty good, like those in general. Man, that's I had the
1: bad. 2DS, like the flat, Ugh, the terrible, it. <laughs> it's
0: like a wedge of cheese, it's like a plastic wedge was. of cheese. Uh, Taylor said the DS can't play original Game Boy cartridges, no, but it can play GBA. Um, That's what I meant. Presumably, Sorry. what you meant, right? Yeah, I mean the the original Game Boy cartridges were before she was born. She doesn't touch any of that stuff. These
1: guys, Pac
0: Man, there's a lot of expensive Game Boy games too. If Miss Pac
1: Man, Maze Madness.
0: There's some really good, obviously the Pokemon games and stuff too. I where... just
1: want to play Brother Bear.
0: <laughs> Brother Bear is that a thing? Yeah.
1: Can my capture card play DS with like an ad- an adapter?
0: don't know without seeing your capture card but we could certainly look <laughs> I think it depends on the capture card I mean I mean I think 3ds you can capture for sure I don't know too much about ogds because that came out like 2007 but um it's old I'll see what we can figure out Brother bear VHS I've never seen that movie but it looks interesting but I've it's never definitely seen it. on Disney plus I was now. thinking I was of open it. season. When you oh, said that. Oh, God, no, don't good...
1: compare those. That was Bear was a masterpiece. Open
0: Season wasn't bad. Or Over the Hedge, another good one. Yes,
1: uh, that was also on Netflix now. That really? and Shark Tale got added. Oh, no. Shark yeah, Tale, Shark Tales I didn't a... hate
0: Shark Tale. People were a little rough that on it. One. I liked the car I wash scene.
1: Um, the oil and the price, oh my gosh.
0: Because this is but I also will go to the car wash and record a Snapchat video playing the song Car Wash in the background. So that's the type of person <laughs> I am um anyway that's gonna do it for us tonight thank you guys so much for listening if you are listening be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date with all the most recent happenings with the podcast and uh let us know if there's any topics you want to talk about things you'd like to hear more about on the show um we will see you guys next time peace
1: bye